Greetings. Welcome to Open Your Hands, Conversations on Craft and Vision in Poetry. I'm your host, Zach Zaya. In this second episode, I'm delighted to bring you the poetry of Aisha Kamara. Um, I'm going to read a poem of hers first, and then offer a little bit of my insights on what I see as the poem's craft and vision. And then, as we did with last month, um, Aisha and I will uh, meet up and talk about this poem and other poems uh, and just have a wide-ranging conversation. So I'm excited for that as well. So let me give you a little background on Aisha before I jump into the poem. Um, This poem is published in the Southeast Review, a great literary journal. Um, And in that journal, um, it has this background on Aisha. Aisha Kamara is a poet, visual, and makeup artist hailing from South Minneapolis and a proud Aries. Most subjects she writes about circle thoughts and experiences of her identity as a black Muslim woman and the ways in which she navigates in America, then understanding how America responds back to her. Aisha's purpose is to give a narrative that create conversations supplied with empathy, driven with tenderness. And I love that biography for a number of reasons, but also it's wonderful because it it really connects in with the poem itself, and you'll see that in a moment. So without further ado, Aisha's poem, which is titled, Poem to be read after Salat, prayer, form after Marwa, halal. Seems that on earth, Islam is not worth its weight in money. I've wondered what the currency is to get into heaven. I think instead of good deeds in Islam, it is blood. The look of my fist after my first fight, all hued red, suffering, slippery glory. My dead grandparents and how they ghost my mother. All the dead animals I eat. The dead water I drink. An almost bullet I took when I was 15. Name engraved on the metal dead countries and the dead names and the dead music and the dead languages we do not have access to. Me at the white heaven's gate leading my black people with the blood red gown. Cerberus collared at my feet. I am challenging a white god to come down and see me. Training his angels to make grenades. Shaking left hands with shaitan, pressed our cheeks together in greeting him. Solid blood, bony rattlesnake, sin next to my jaw. My religion is a symphony of violence instead of quiet genesis. No matter how peacefully a bow sits against the strings of a violin, it cannot tune itself to the sound of white comfort. Even the utterance of my Lord, all her ninety-nine names is not soft enough. Even Adam and Eve's sin wasn't so bad when it was in English. When the two of them were white, when the God was 
white, and the angels were white, and Eden was white, and the serpent was black. Even Adam and Awa's sin wasn't so bad when it was in English, when the two of them were white, when Allah was white, and the Malaika were white, and Eden was white, and the Thuban was black. So I was just reading Aisha Kamara's fantastic poem, poem to be read after Salat, prayer. Um, and I'd like to say a little bit now about uh, a feature or features of the poem's craft um, and a little bit what I, what I think about its vision. And these are very much provisional remarks, um, and they're really meant to be um, instigators for dialogue between Aisha and, and me. Um, so Aisha, when you hear this, if you're like, no, no, uh, Zach, that's not, that's not what I meant. Please, uh, don't, don't hesitate to, uh, engage, uh, with me in dialogue. Cause I want to make sure I understand this poem and the listeners get to know it more deeply. Um, so let me just start with, um, craft first. So, um, one of the things that struck me right away, and I should just say up front, so Aisha um, is actually a former student. I taught Aisha when she was a ninth grader, She's, uh, which is amazing to think about. I think it was about 10 years ago. Um, and she visited the classroom and talked about this poem. And I remember something she said was that um, in the Quran, um, you read right to left instead of left to right. So if you look at this poem on the page, um, one of the really distinctive craft elements is that it it's written um, right to left. So I I you might have heard me like rustling the pages as I was reading. I actually copied it out word for word so I could read it left to right. Right, but when you look at it, the poem actually makes you read it in that way if you're going to understand um, what's happening. Um, and so I believe that this when it says form after Marwa Halal, I looked Marwa up. Um, a fellow poet, um, I believe she wrote poems in, in that form um, so that Aisha was um, writing and emulating that, that form. So um, that's really striking. And then one of the questions I had in my mind as I was, you know, kind of copying out the words uh, word by word and then reading um, the poem aloud, I thought, okay, wh wh what, what's kind of what's Aisha after? And then I thought about the title and that this is a prayer. And so it makes sense then um, in the Muslim tradition that it would, would be written um, in the way the Muslim scriptures are written. Um, and that I, I feel as a reader that that elevates um, what the poem is. It elevates it into like scripture uh, in a real sense. And I think that's part of the, the power of that. Um, so that's, that's just something I noticed in terms of craft. Um, and I think it really dovetails nicely with um, the vision of the of the poet herself. Um, so you know, one of the things I noted in that that introduction, that biographical introduction, is is uh, Aisha's reflection, deep meditation in much of her poetry uh, on her identity as a Black Muslim woman. And so, I think one of the the central themes of this poem is a kind of 
defiant presence in a religious tradition, right? Uh, you know, one of those key lines in, in sort of the middle of the poem, I am challenging a white God to come down and see me. Here I am, that line says, and this poem says, um, there's this kind of just ferocious uh, naming of presence. Uh, ferocious and also like, I mean, I see the tenderness too in your biography, Aisha, and that's there as well. Um, but it seems to me there, there are these uh, kind of touch points that I had to kind of look up because I, you know, and Aisha, you can definitely dialogue with me on this because um, I'm not uh, totally conversant um, with Muslim theology and tradition. So I kind of looked up some things that, that were like, ooh, interesting. Like when Aisha writes, all the dead animals I eat, um, you know, I, I, I looked that up and, you know, dead animals, there, there's a particular way to prepare animals so that they are halal. I think I'm understanding that correctly, um, Aisha. So if you're kind of confessing in the poem that you eat dead animals, um, that would imply that perhaps, you know, all of the rules and restrictions, um, you don't um, follow them as stringently as other Muslims might. If I'm un- I think if I'm understanding that correctly. And again, we get to dialogue, so that's really great. You know, and then again, shaking left hands along those lines. Um, you know, I looked that up and it sounds like typically the left hand is not for, um, for shaking hands in many Muslim communities. And so there, there are a number of these cues where Aisha, as the poet, is saying, I am... I am a black Muslim woman. I am part of this tradition. And my way of expressing my presence in this community is different. Um, and then that definitely ties in with the conclusion of the poem um, where the blackness of the poet is part of what has, has made Aisha as, as Muslim feel sometimes excluded from her own religious community. And that definitely is something that... Um, as a white Catholic, I, I see that in my own religious community. It definitely ties into the conversation Father Brown and I had last last episode. Um, so those are some opening thoughts. Um, and again, I am so excited uh, to get a chance to talk with the actual poet. Um, so I'm, I'm going to leave it there, about you know six minutes in here, uh, to my, my thinkings. Um, and just say thank you, Aisha, for your willingness to be part of this project. Um, And I'm so excited to get to talk to you next episode. To read and listen to more of Aisha Kamara's poetry, go to her website at AishaKamara.com. That's I-S-H-A-C-A-M-A-R-A.com. And thanks to my cousin, musician Dustin Coppertoons Jensen, who has generously allowed me to use his song, Speed of Understanding as introduction, interlude, and closing music to this episode. To find out more about Copper Tunes, go to soundcloud.com slash coppertunes. <laughs>